0: Please enjoy this sport bloke segment from an upcoming or recent episode. So we want to talk a little bit about a few different sports. We'll start off in the AFL world. We've obviously been talking about you as a rock star and there's no bigger rock star in the sporting world right now than Buddy Franklin. I mean, there were some oh. massive, massive performances over the weekend from the big forwards. You had Nick Larky kick six, Mitchell Lewis, Charlie Curnow and Isaac Heaney all kicked five and a whole mm. bunch of other guys kicked four. But as we said, Buddy Franklin, his fourth was, Probably the most crazy spectacle you'll see all season. Thousands and thousands of people flooding the ground. I mean, I'll I'll throw it over to you two. What were your thoughts on it? Good for the game,
1: isn't it? Seeing the forwards bag big hauls again. You know, it feels like it's been a while since we've had like, you know, six goals, five goals, five goals. Like, this is good. This is that old, the number of the beasts coming back again. Six, six, six. (laughs) It is. It's it's giving them a, a a bit more run, a bit more freedom out there. And so I think it's I think this, this season is feeling pretty exciting so far. What do you guys reckon?
2: I reckon it's probably an achievement that will never be seen again. So obviously he mm-hmm. joins Gordon Coventry, Tony Lockett, Jason Dunstall, Doug Wade, who gets a bit Forgotten, yeah, particularly people in our generation. Yeah, And then uh, Gary Ablett Senior, of course. I don't think it'll ever happen again. I agree. Great to see Bags. I think Kurnow is a big reason why Carlton are looking pretty good. And he's, he's going to be a special player. Those King boys look bloody good too. In St Kilda and Gold Coast bloody as oath. well. But like, oh, the whole thing. So we went down the pub to watch. And I'm so glad we did because the energy was Which, which, which
1: pub which, Where are
2: you at? Uh, the Inglewood Tavern, which is kind of our local oh. w- watering hole. Oh, it's great there. It's awesome. Yeah, oh, it's my favourite pub in Perth. Spen- and- spends
0: more time yeah. at, at the pub there than he does here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we happened to sit next to some Sydney fans, which was great as well because I'm a Swannies fan. But I just loved, like, every time Buddy touched the ball, even if he were, like, on the wing and couldn't have kicked a goal within two or three kicks, there was still this, like, anticipation and just this feeling. And... I, I think once he kick that third one, you knew it was happening. It was good. The Swans oh, got out you? to that early lead, yeah, because yeah, yeah, basically yeah. what I said, what I said to my girlfriend and her friend or our friend, like, okay, we got to get out to about a five goal lead, and then it can become all about Buddy, and it basically yeah. followed the blueprint. That's basically exactly what happened. And once he kicked Amazing. that third one, once he kicked that third one, I turned to them and I said, he might do it this quarter. Now, he didn't in the end. It wasn't until the fourth yeah. quarter. But after the yeah. third one, I knew it was happening. And everyone else knew it was <laughs> happening too because people were sitting on the fence. Like, they weren't even standing behind it. They were literally legs dangling over the fence. There were people in the back line running onto the field before he'd even finished his follow-through. So it's oh. lucky it did go through <laughs> in that regard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just brilliant. brilliant.
1: <laughs> oh, mate. It it's fate, isn't it? what, what a momentous occasion. As you said, like it won't happen again because the the game is just different now. Really, he's in quite a um quite a unique position in the history of the game because obviously the Fords of, of the past, you know, like Tony Lockett, you know, he bagged halls of what he had like thirteens, fourteens.
2: Oh yeah, well there was one season where three blokes had one hundred and thirty, yeah. I think, in the night, well, like 90, ninety-three or
1: something. Yeah. Tony Modra and yeah, there are a few. Bloody hell, that's massive, isn't it? Because I was obviously playing, you know, that isolated game, that sort of man on man game, so. Yeah, and ironically, the the game really changed, and the team who changed it is the team that is currently playing for.
2: Yeah, in many ways, with the flooding and the that blue cost. Yeah, with the flooding that, yeah, and just yeah, more of yeah, a defensive
1: yeah. game. So, but you're right, mate. The seeing just the crowd running. And isn't it amazing? Like, it's okay. Buddy bags his thousandth goal, right? So he hits, he hits the thousand, he hits the millennia, and then the narratives and the stories that are born from that moment. You know, like it's it's his moment. He's the catalyst. And then the crowd, and there's all these little side stories that have emerged from this moment. the lady just...
2: scattering her mum's ashes. What the fuck was going on? It's like birth, deaths, and marriages. There was a proposal. There was like just about the only thing missing was was literally someone giving birth and calling him buddy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing. The wallet story was Zach Tully. Yeah, 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 the yeah. wallet. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah.
0: yeah he, he wallet and Casey drops, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and Zach Tully so followed him into the crowd. I mean you had the other one, you had uh yeah, you know, Chad Warner and Ollie Florent ending up outside. outside the ground, basically just wandering around the streets. Uh, <laughs> is that
1: is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. fair
0: income. They were literally
2: outside the ground. Like it was it was nearly a 40 minute delay. Like they predicted a 20 minute delay. It went for nearly 40 in the end. But geez, I'll tell you what, I'd love to know the COVID numbers after that, because it's nearly almost a super <laughs> spreader. Like what a bizarre super situation. Spreaders and then there's there's a that bloody,
1: yeah. yeah, there's that. That's a bloody, that's a buddy spreader. Radio.
0: <laughs> and, and so the other thing, I guess, I just wanted to put to you guys. Now, I, I suffer a little bit from—well, I shouldn't say a little bit—I suffer from full-blown claustrophobia. So for me, oh, really? seeing seeing that crowd packed in like that, I actually felt physically ill. It's interesting, Whoa, really. So I listened to AFL 360
2: today, and Jared Waitley actually said that at the ground, it didn't feel as bad as it looked on telly, okay.
0: which oh, was interesting. Wow, okay. So I
2: take that for what you will. But there's this beautiful photo of Buddy in in colour. And everyone around him in black and white. Yeah. Oh, it's just brilliant. I, I almost want to buy a print of it. Like it's fantastic.
1: That sounds like a beautiful image, you know, because obviously again the catalyst, you color and the black and white giving you that nostalgic atmospheric feel. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, yeah. mate, do you know what I mean? Jared Whateley, I the guy's a genius, let's be honest. He he really is one of the he's one of the greats really when it comes down to like, you know, sporting analysis and being that just that articulate and eloquent orator, if you will. But Absolutely. I think that makes sense because if you're in your lounge room and you're watching on a television, you're actually watching it in like a, a confined frame and there'd just be people everywhere. So you'd actually would almost feel like it's it's overwhelming. You can't actually see any any negative space, so to speak. Whereas like if you're actually at the ground, you're in like a ginormous space, you know, where you could see it from afar, um, you know, and that you would see gaps and whatnot. But But through that constricted and confined lens, I reckon when you're saying that claustrophobic feeling is like, yeah, I could see how that could definitely happen, you know? It, it,
0: like, yeah. if it, it was like an episode of The Walking Dead and it was just a herd of these walkers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and really, the, the security dropped the ball. They, there should have been eight security guards that were running on the field in his follow-through to surround him straight away. Hmm. So they yeah. did drop the ball. But luckily, it all, it all worked out okay in the end. Well, apart from maybe the COVID numbers, we'll look at those. But yeah, oh, what a
1: moment, <laughs> hey? I think, mean, you know what, like... Looking at I mean buddy's reaction though, like he it was almost like he was he was loving the fact that the people were getting around him. He was loving it.
0: Oh look, he, he certainly doesn't mind the limelight. Though. As we say, he's a rock star. <laughs> he, he is a he is a full-blown rock star. I'm actually surprised he didn't basically crowd surf across the whole thing.
1: <laughs> that would like be the, the old Buddy. Bloody- yeah, give it the old bloody Bruce Springsteen, mate, and, and you know, his heyday.
2: The best thing was yeah. that he's just been surrounded by 10,000 people on the ground, and then mm. when they interview him, they interview him with the six foot microphone for COVID protocols. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, heaven forbid, <laughs> that's ridic- yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That, that, is, that is actually ridiculous. <laughs> it is, um, yeah. <laughs> That doesn't make a shred of sense.
0: I've I've got a bit of a question without notice for you, oh, for the two of you. Okay, Get a bit of trivia without notice. Oh, we like this. Have, All right. a, All right. have All right. a guess which AFL team Buddy Franklin has kicked the most goals against in his one thousand.
2: Oh, I think I've seen like, this. But, I think it's Essendon.
0: The answer is um, Essendon.
2: Yeah, sorry, I think I saw oh, that. Oh, well, played,
0: Nice. Yeah, well,
2: awesome. I, I saw it a few days ago, so. Okay, I wasn't I yet. wasn't
0: sure if you if you'd maybe seen that one on Twitter. But yeah. Yeah, so he kicked 75 of his goals against Essendon. Uh the oh. bottom 3, if for anyone who's interested, Melbourne with 43, Gold Hall- Coast yeah. and yeah. GWS. Hawthorn with 26. Oh, cuz he wow. played for them. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, Gold Coast oh, in 25. Yeah. So, yeah, he's actually kicked quite a few against GWS. There you go. I guess the Sydney Derby wow. twice a year. Yeah, mm. so
1: there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, oh, mate, Essendon, mate, hang your head in shame. You know what? The Bombers, they have started this year like they start every year. It'd be very demoralizing from, from an Essendon fan's perspective, wouldn't it?
2: There's a Twitter account that shows the last how many days it's been since the last time they made a final. It's a lot,
0: or oh, one. One, <laughs> one Sorry, I yeah, one, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been, yeah, it's been a while. They, I thought they were actually okay against Brisbane. They just, like, they they're started. Not tagging. They started really well, but yeah, then, they, yeah, they let Lockie Neal off the, the leash with forty one touches and a couple of goals, and that's your that's your ball game, you know. Six goals in a row, I think it was in the second quarter, and I think they got another six in the third. On. I mean, they're just yeah. It when, just when, seems
1: when, like they they, they they lack some heart, you know. They they're not. They're, they're not putting in the one percenters, you know. How badly
0: do you want it? Well, it's funny you say that. One of the big things that came out of that game was one of the defenders, I can't remember his bloody name or who it was, but one of the defenders running in to try and sort of tap a ball through for a rush behind. And he's right. basically sauntered behind this ball and it's beaten him over the line and goal. gone through for a goal. Oh, man. So the fact that well, he's sauntering, he's sauntering behind, what, yeah. like, ushering, ushering it along. What <laughs> but yeah, basically. It's
1: like hitting the ball. Taking
0: him for a walk, basically. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, he's got, a, he's got a, on an air lead. Yeah. Speak, speaking of ridiculous, we should probably move on to. Uh, we got to talk about your team. To our mob, mate. The uh, the West Coast Eagles. Have you ever seen more outs in a from a team? 14 outs. And then someone got injured in the warm up. And then Jackson Nelson gets yeah. injured in the warm ups.
1: Yeah. And then there was an old mate walking back, and they're like, "Hey, do, can you suit up
0: for us?" Yeah. yeah exactly. It was, who was that it was like Aaron Black or something? One of one of those guys. And, oh yeah. my god! Do you know what? Get fucked. Get fucked.
1: Today, Today I went and I went and taught a hip-hop dance workshop today at Bob Hawke um, Secondary School in Subiaco, right? I'll go in there um, to the arts department, arts and phys ed. There's three kids waiting outside the bloody arts office, they're outside the office. I'm like, oh, I'm like, excuse me, boys, they're waiting for someone. I go into the office. I'm bloody speaking to a few people. And then one of the female PE teachers goes like, oh, he goes, hey, hey, Azza, hey, there's some kids at the door for you. He's like, oh, it was Aaron Black. He hey, was in the PE office. Huh. And then he proceeded to tell me about how uh, he was at the game on the ground and they they got him to play. We, I had that conversation with him today. There you go. He played well. He did play well. And then he was telling me, I was like, oh, mate, like, that, that was huge, you know. And then he was like, he goes, oh, you know, he's 32 now. And he was saying, you know, he's, he's, he goes, oh, yeah, he goes, oh, but my real claim to fame is... Sandover
2: Medal. Ah, of course, uh, yeah, the waffle, yeah, yeah. yeah well, he's played
0: yeah, over, over, over two hundred games in the waffle, and yeah, to see him and also Declan Mountford kick goals in their first game. I mean, there is a chance that one or both of those guys could become the fifth or sixth player in Eagles history to kick a goal in their one and only appearance for the club. So, uh, I mean, I'm hoping <gasps> it's amazing. not. Yeah, and, and,
1: I, and I and I love once again, I love the breadth of
0: your research. Well, Twitter is a a very fine beast. It comes up with some some pretty crazy <laughs> oh, stuff. Yeah, great stuff.
2: <laughs> but yeah. Well, i forgot a great stat on the on the thousand goal kickers, actually. Can yeah, I mention yeah, that? Yeah, yeah.
0: You throw, throw it, it in there. Throw it in. Yeah. yeah so, just, you
2: know. Peter Russo actually played with three of the blokes in the Thousand Club. Oh yeah. Gary Ablett senior in nineteen eighty two, Jason Dunstall from eighty five to eighty eight, and plug a lock at eighty nine ninety.
1: Fancy what? there's only been
2: six in history and one bloke played with three, three of
1: them. Wow. Yeah. He's played with over half of the dudes in history of kicked the millennia. That's yeah, so that remarkable. That
0: is impressive. We love a crazy step. Right, yeah. We do, we do. But no, look, just just quickly, bloody proud of the Eagles. I mean, to be that yeah. decimated with injury and to be able to only lose by what was it, sixteen points in the end, I think it was. It's a, a spectacular effort. And and look, I'm it not really is. I don't have high hopes for the Eagles this season, but no, yeah. shame. that that sort of effort—that's what sort of keeps you as a as a fan. Yeah. Sort of keeps you engaged with the club.
2: I'll be honest; I have a level of Schadenfreude whenever the Eagles lose. <laughs> but even I, even I felt sorry for the Eagles this weekend. Yeah,
1: but yeah, because we actually could have—we actually could have won that game. Like if we'd actually just kicked straight in the final ten minutes, we we had all the momentum. I mean, and that's the thing, though. It's it, you know, it's that um. What, what do you call it? West Playing Coast with house cliff. money. Yeah, that's right. Playing with house money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, oh, we actually had a lot of moments in there that you, you're right. You're right, Shui. It's just like there's, they demonstrated a lot of heart.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully that continues on on the following sort of, well, I suppose, handful of weeks, I guess, at least. I mean, I'm, Well,
2: you'd be a decent chance in the Derby because the Dockers have their own issues. So that true. could be an interesting game this weekend.
0: True,
1: true.
2: A hard one to tip, actually.
0: I'll tip Freya. True, actually. Have you tip Freya? Yeah. I'm tipping there. I'm tipping
2: Freya. Oh, I'll make up. my mind up. close yeah. uh,
0: I'm happy to put my, okay. my hand up and say that. I'll, uh, I'm will i sitting on the fence in my own way because it's. I'm a winner either way. You're sitting on the fence ready to right, run onto it? the field. That's right. Thanks for listening to this Sport Blokes segment. Why not listen to the full episode and check out their Twitter, at Sport Blokes.